got my coffee. Got it this morning. Got my coffee. Got it this morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Man, the kids are really quiet upstairs, and I'm like down here making noise with paper towels. That's what you're hearing. Um, moms, have you ever like had them so quiet that you're kind of you're kind of afraid to like to like go any further without checking on them but at the same time you're like but I don't want to check on them because I'm gonna get caught and then and then they know I'm awake and I don't want them to know that I'm awake yet because I just want to enjoy this beautiful cup of coffee without talking about Legos or Fortnite though I love those conversations don't get me wrong I'm not ready for them yet and I might be stretching the truth a little bit when I say I love those conversations. They're not really my forte. Good morning, everybody. My name is Tara Mendoza, and this is God for the Answer Ministries. Good morning, everybody. If you don't know who God for the Answer Ministries is yet, don't be worried. We're a small but mighty ministry on a mission to introduce people to God. We do it through podcast, in-person and virtual community building, Instagram, Facebook, eventually YouTube. We've been saying that for a month, but hey, someday. Anyhow, welcome. And now that you know a little bit more about us, let's dive right into what we're going to be talking about today. So, we are in the middle of a series called You've Already Made It, just kind of speaking over that lie from society and from the enemy stating that we can't be happy and we can't relax until we've made our goals, right? Till we've reached the, uh, air quotes here, American dream, um, until we have bought a house, you know, whatever our goal may be, reach those goals, And so we've been speaking a lot against that mindset and just kind of talking about what God has to say about that. But this morning, we're going to take a very brief, and I'm not going to keep you long, going to be a little bit shorter than usual today, but I just going to interrupt your normal broadcasting here um, to insert a message that I would like to call The Difference. And what I mean here, guys, is I just want to share a little bit of some old anxiety and old stuff that came back this week and and kind of floored me, kind of left me feeling almost debilitated. And the difference of having God's involvement in my life in that situation. So let's dive right in. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9 Man, when I heard first heard this verse, I didn't even realize it was hanging on my wall. <laughs> the pastor was using it, um, I want to say right around the time that we were entering into COVID and pandemic scare, and um, was just talking about it in the entire series. And then I realized that a friend for Christmas had given me a picture of it and it was hanging on my wall. (laughs) 
So in thinking about this morning, what I wanted to share with you guys about this last week and um, everything, I was just like, what what scripture can back up today? And I mean, that couldn't have said it better. So let me explain. This year has been absolutely nuts. And I know that that is absolutely the truth for most people. Um, but this, this last year for my family, um, though I, I have no idea what you're going through, I don't even think you'd believe it if I told you every single thing um, that's happened. Uh, some of my podcasts, we've talked about some of it, and, and my best friends know, um, you know, most of the details, if not all of the details, but man, um, and actually God just placed it on my heart recently to to actually write a book called that. <laughs> it's called, um, you wouldn't believe it even if I told you. And so that will be out, um, whenever it's out, right. I'm not in charge here. I just, I'm just the messenger. Um, and, uh, in 2023, I'll be releasing the book freedom from anxiety and depression from the God who wants you free. So fun stuff, but not so fun. Um, living through, every single step of the way always, right? Let me explain. So without telling you the entire story, I'll just start with dad had to be moved. My father who has dementia, um, aphasia, along with lots of other health issues had to be moved back to a home after I was able to provide care for him in home and get paid to do so. So That was what was going to be best for our family and for him. It was an incredibly hard decision to make. That's a whole nother book. But what we discovered was, hey, now I need to figure out how to pay my portion of the bills. And so I just really pressed into God and um, uh, didn't do so perfectly, I'll be honest. I'm really a control freak. And so I'm constantly like, no, I'm going to do it this way. And then like, oh God, I really want to do it your way. Oh, I'm going to lay it down at your feet because I just, I'm really having a hard time letting go and letting you lead. And so it kind of walked me through that. Um, and I ended up at JCPenney's and wonderful culture of people was super excited to kind of um, see this next season through with a paycheck while getting to the next season. And um, we're going to be, as a family, going into business in the new year in 2021. And so we we were like, let's do some retail in between. And I put a lot of thought and effort into paying attention to past experiences and what's going to be best for family Um, you know, who's going to give me the hours that I can sustain and how am I going to take care of myself? Um, knowing the history of mental health that I've um, dealt with, you know, just having dealt with uh, PTSD and OCD, anxiety, depression, how do we make sure that we're, we're doing our part when God is doing his part, not walking right back into that mess. And, and just thought I had it all figured out. Then they told me that my hours were not going to be able to be what I needed them to be. Um, And so when another company that I had kind of dropped off my resume with called and said, hey, same job, different company, 
um, we'll make up for the hours. We'll work around JCPenney's. So you can juggle us both, but never work over 40. So it's just like working one job. And I was like, okay, sounds great. And I just really felt on top of the world and on top of a mountain. And like God had really just seen me through all of the anxiety of the past. And, and, um, and I didn't need to worry and everything was going to be great. And I got through my second day of work and I got in my car and I pulled out my planner and I'm getting ready to go on a jog for myself, for my, for my health, but also cause I enjoy it, get some outside time right before it gets dark and before I get home and take over my children from the babysitter, right? Well, that's not exactly what happened. I pulled out the planner and became so overwhelmed with, with what was going to be my next week, my next step. I thought I had taken all of these steps to ensure that this didn't happen. And yet I was sitting there <clears throat> feeling like I couldn't breathe and uh, just really feeling claustrophobic, even though at this point I'm outside now and I really hadn't felt it while inside. So I, I tried hard to pray it away and shake it off. And, um, I went on my, my one mile and then, um, felt it still kind of lingering and, and getting worse. Um, anxiety was really creeping in and I'm like, no, I have authority over this and, and just speaking it away. And on the way home, I, um, I'm just like, do I, I talked to my husband about this. He always wants me to be honest, but at the same time, like I don't need to give it any, any more of my time. Right. Oh, I'm really struggling. God, like, what is this about? And all I could feel and think if I'm honest is I never, ever, ever want to step foot in that place again. And then came the internal struggle. Why would you feel like that? There's beautiful people there. Um, you, there's such a culture there. This is the enemy just trying to keep you away. You need to face this head on. This is ridiculous. You are not going to deal with this. No, really, it was so. It's so real. I can't go back there. I don't know what it is, but I just can't go back there. And just this whole struggle all the way home. So when I walked in, hadn't decided whether or not I needed to speak it out loud or. Or kind of be like, no, I'm not giving this any attention. And there's my husband. How are you doing? Something's wrong. And I just start bawling. Um, my husband's really good at that. And at first, it really scared me. Like, why in the world do I always cry when you're in the room? That can't be good, right? No, I think it's just he's a safe haven. He's a, um, a safe space, uh, a best friend that I've that knows everything. And so uh, sometimes when I'm dealing with something, I don't even know I'm dealing with it. Um, if he turns to me and says, how are you doing? Um, it'll all come out. <laughs> so wives um, comment or message me on Instagram or Facebook or text message if you uh, feel that way as well. Anyhow, so I I'm just dealing with this and now I'm crying and my husband's juggling four apartment complexes at work and, and has helped me through this whole process of like letting go of the job with dad because it's going to be better for our family and for him and the care needs just shifted and we've just gone through this season and, and I'm like, he does not need this. And I thought you were past this. And I just looked at him and was like, I need to face this, right? Like I need to, I just need to face it 
right? And he was just like, hmm, I think you could face it. I also think that it would make you miserable trying. And just the permission to hear that from someone else that this is real. This is not something that that needs to be shoved to the side or ignored. I know it's frustrating. You thought you had everything figured out. I don't have all the answers for it, but I give you permission to pay attention and to take care of your own health and to not ignore this, this sign. And what was really interesting about this is, uh, if you've ever been on a, a battle, um, on a journey of battling a mental illness, um, if you've ever struggled with depression, anxiety, anything like that, it it becomes very apparent that a lot of the battle is facing the fear. But there's a balance and there's a time and there's a place. Um, and so in my head, I was like, I've got to face this or I won't get past it. I thought I was past it. Obviously, I'm not. So I need to face it, right? Well, I struggled throughout the rest of the night. Husband ordered dinner, um, tried to hide it from the kids and just, you know, uh, not give any attention to it for myself so that it wouldn't get worse. Really just trust God and lean on him. Uh, but also, you know, um, try not to allow the kids to to know that, hey, mom's a little shaken right now. And so I should be shaken right now. Um and, uh, you know, and that's, that's not always been possible. So that's not a judgment or a poke if, if that's been hard for you. Um, it's, it's hard for everyone and I'm not perfect at it. So, uh, don't take that on or hear me incorrectly there. Anyways, I, um, kind of struggled throughout the night and, and at one more point it, it seemed to get so overwhelming that I was like, I am just not going to be okay in this, in this moment. I am, I'm not okay. Um, it just, you know, if you ever struggled with anxiety, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like you just, you can't handle breathing in that moment. And, and it's, it's so hard to explain, right? Like, it's just not okay. So I, um, you know, struggled to go to sleep. God just really helped me through. He's very good at like, we have to turn off. We have to turn in We're we're under attack. We can't. We cannot, you're not going to be able to hear me tonight. It's time for sleep. Um, but it was uh, really hard to go to sleep. So I wake up the next morning and I'm sick to my stomach. And um, and I just feel like the anxiety is is lingering. I have a new reset, but, um, you know, God's grace is new every morning. But I'm still feeling it linger. And I'm like, what is the answer here? And what is going on? And so I just, you know, spend some time with God. And I'm just very honest. And like, I don't know what is going on. And I just feel like a floodgate. Like he just, just expressed to me, right? Not in the way that you hear another human being. But I just felt him speaking truth over me in a way that, no one else would know to do, not even myself, not even my husband, just a, Hey, this was not a waste of time. You'll see why later. Um, you did not hear me wrong, but this is not the right space for you. And, um, I know it seems absolutely incredibly crazy, but I've already set you up for the next step. 
Also, I know the enemy is trying to tell you that you have gone backwards. All the old anxiety and battles that you've you've faced, they're coming back and, and you have work to do and you have to face it. This is not one of those moments. I don't want you going back there as crazy as and irresponsible and um, unworldly as that sounds. Um, it's okay to listen to this. It's okay. And, and it's not that you, it's just not your job to face it this time. And really, that's what this whole thing boils down to today, guys. The whole message I wanted to share with you, it really can be summed up in one point. God is the difference. In the past, I would have struggled and wrestled with this for days to come. Um, I would have believed the lies of the enemy. I would have probably had like five more panic attacks and uh, even after having this time with God and, you know, I sh- sure I still doubted, you know, it's different than hearing a human being, right? Like, I, I know, oh my goodness, <laughs> I never remember ever to turn off my phone alarms. I'm so sorry, guys. And I still, oh, there's the button. There it is took me twice. Sorry guys. Anyhow, I, um, I, I, I can't lie and say like, it was just as easy as that. It's not the same as hearing a human, right? So I'm like, did I hear you right? Did I not? The next few days, um, you know, if you've ever had a panic attack, it's really hard to be like, I don't need to be afraid. I have authority over this. No, I I don't need to walk around scared. It's going to come back, but it's kind of like, but it's going to come back. Nope. Nope. You were not given a spirit of fear. Come on, shake it off, move it on. Um, so I, I did, I struggled a little bit for the next few days, but the difference between, between now and then Back then, where it would have been weeks of turmoil, where it would have been weeks of me believing the enemy's lies, that, hey, I'm a failure. You know, the difference between then and now is God's voice in my life is creating a space and a place for him to speak to me, is realizing that he is more powerful than I Um that he has answers that I don't have, that he sees things that coming that I don't, uh, because his word says he goes before me. And I mean, something just as simple as him speaking against the lie that this is not something I need to face. other lies too. Like I remember sitting there going, how in the world, Father, am I supposed to lead people to you? Am I supposed to continue to run a ministry where our mission is to introduce you because you've done so much in my life to other people so that they can do so much, so you can do so much in their life. If I am still dealing with anxiety and issues like this. And I can't even work at JCPenney's. And it was like, 
another floodgate of truth where he was like, first of all, they don't need an expert. They need someone who's going through it, who has been through it and is going through it to just be honest and show them the struggle and show them how I am helping them. And and more truth, like, Tara, there's no windows on the floor you were working in. There's no windows in the department you're working in. Yes, I can get you through everything, but you are bad at that on purpose, by design. And it was like I heard him say that one so clearly. You're not bad at this in a way that should make you feel like you have to overcome it and get better at it. That's not for you. I don't have that for you. I have another plan for you. And though the world... And other people would say, hey, you got to buck up and you got to face that. And maybe that's been the case with other things involving anxiety in the past. That's not the case right now. I have other plans. And if you will just take a moment to sit with me, I will show you how over the last few weeks I have set up different things. And though you may not believe it completely right now, if you just pay attention, I'll show you. And at that moment, it... I was reminded of a conversation um, with a gentleman we'd had um, over for dinner, uh, just a friend of my husband, and I was watching his uh, his uh, son while my son while he and my husband played cards, and I said, "Hey, stay for dinner." It was just you know perfect timing. Sat down, said, "Hey, I'm looking for childcare for my other kiddo," and I'm like, "Oh, I wish you would have told me that. That's actually what I enjoy doing." Um, and and we're gonna open up business in 2021 but just trying to figure out what to do to pay the bills right now and that would have been great and he's like ah you'll make more at JCPenney's anyways this was obviously before the panic attack guys and I was like yeah you're probably right okay well good luck finding care and God brought it to my attention when I was sitting there feeling like a failure without me even knowing hey yeah that's what I need to be doing brought it back to my attention like hey do you remember that conversation and I'm like hmm that's interesting so you know I I get up from that space where he's just met me with tons of truth and and spoke against what the enemy is trying to do and I just kind of move through the next few days and I reach out to um, him and his girlfriend um, about care for their son and and that girlfriend uh, ends up coming to my Bible study and just opening up and I feel like I've known her my whole life now <laughs> and it's just turned into this beautiful thing. I now provide care for her little and I know that I am in the space that God wants me to be in. And then I kind of go, well, you said nothing will be wasted. Why in the world did I end up at JCPenney's? Well, there was a gal there that um, had just been through a divorce and we were able to um, talk. I wrote her a little, you know, message on a little, a little piece of paper one day and told her I felt like a kid in class, you know, during training and, and just gave her my number. She's already texted me and said, I just want to be here to come alongside you and um, encourage you. And uh, I don't have all the answers, but I just want you to know, like, you're more than the sum of everything you've been through. And, um, and I just, I don't even know what'll come from that, but that's what comes to my head when I'm like, why? did that happen? Right. And maybe I'm off, but like, even if that's the only thing that came from those two days at JCPenney's, it's still worth the time spent there. And then the other company, 
um, in my interview at that company, I the the manager just opened up about her faith. Just mid-conversation, you know, COVID stuff comes up and and it was just such a unique experience um, to be talking to someone that's so unheard of in today's world. It's becoming more and more heard of, praise God. Um, but it was so neat to be like, oh my goodness, oh wow, you're a person of faith, me too. And, you know, just speak up and, and you know, she'd given me her number for uh, interchanging information about the upcoming paperwork that would need to be done. Um, and so I dreaded for days kind of reaching back out to her. And, um, but it was, you know, drawing the first day of work that I was supposed to work there. And, um, and then all of a sudden one day she texted me and like, Hey, I haven't seen your paperwork come through email. How you doing? And I was like, I just want to be honest. This is what happened. I had a really bad panic attack and I think I'm going a different direction. Um, and she was like, man, that's hard. And here I am guys expecting, expecting the world's voice, right? Because even if we have faith, sometimes it, it just, it can be allowed to take over. And so I'm expecting from this very successful woman who's been with the company for 16 years and believes in her culture at work. Um, and, uh, you know, has spent time in an interview with me and time texting me to say like, you need to face it. You need to buck up, right? No. She instead said, man, that's really hard. That's really hard. I'm glad you're listening to your body. If ever you change your mind and you want to do like a shorter shift and kind of like integrate yourself into the culture, I'd love to have you on board, but no pressure ever. Um, and I'm so excited to hear about your upcoming business in 2021. Please let me know when I can give you an entire carload of donations from my team. Whoa, like talk about God doesn't let anything go to waste. Um, I had no idea why I would have wasted, air quotes there again, my time in, in, and their time in that place. And the enemy would have me really like beating myself up about, man, you just wasted, you know, a whole week um, just changing your mind about where you're going to work over a panic attack. No. I was led there and led out of there for purposes and reasons. And even if they're, it might seem small to someone else, this woman is working in a um, clothing shop and I'm opening up my own um, recycled clothing, upscaled recycled clothing um, thrift shop in 2021. And she's going to have her entire team you know, collect donations from their closets as they go through their closets. And then when she has an entire car load, bring it to me. Like that is, that is such a need for my business, for my life, to support my family. It's, it's wasn't a waste at all. Um, so again, like I said, it might seem small to someone else, but those two things were, were perfectly placed, um, by God himself and weren't a waste of time at all. And I'm just, it was such a scary experience, but it was such an awesome thing to see God's hand on it and to hear his voice speak the difference over what that experience could have been just six months ago, right? Just a year ago when, um, anxiety really had a hold on my life in a different way. Not that anxiety isn't still hard when it kind of creeps up, but now I, I ask God, please heal me if it's your will. Um, make me whole. And, uh, you know, you're in charge. I want you to drive. Uh, I don't want to be the driver. You know things that I don't. 
I, I give you permission to just speak and to just move. And I'm looking with expectation for you to do that tangibly in my life. God, thank you for doing it before and continue to do it. When I grant him that permission, when we grant him that permission, guys, he's able to move. And I know that we've, we've had this conversation before. It might be old hat for um, some of you. But I just felt after the experience this weekend, it needed mentioned again. And it'll probably need mentioned over and over and over again. Because we live in a world that is so heavily um, voiced by the enemy. So heavily voiced by the kingdom of the world. That sometimes that still, small, gentle, gentleman-like voice of God gets shoved to the side. He is mighty and powerful and amazing don't don't think for one minute that his still small voice means differently but he also is a gentleman he gave us free will for a reason he never wanted us to be robots and he will not force his way um, in our lives we have to say I want to hear you I acknowledge that you know that you've walked before Um, you know things I don't know you've walked before me I give you permission and when we do that um, it makes the difference in our lives So that's all I've got for you today, but I do want to end as we always do with the salvation invitation for anyone who might be saying, you know, I have let the the world have a voice in my head again, and I want to recommit um, God being in charge again, him being in the driver's seat so that I can feel that difference over my life again and not just feel it, but have it right. It truthfully be there. Um, and, and he can just lead me and guide me when things just don't make sense like it was for me this last week. Um, or if you are a new believer or someone who has just never, never given their life to Jesus, never kind of put him in the driver's seat, this is an invitation for you. Um, I want God to be able to make a difference in your life with everything you've ever dealt with. If it's addiction, if it's depression, if it's anxiety, divorce, um, abuse, Uh, It it doesn't matter what it is, whatever you're going through, he can make a difference just like he did with me and my PTSD, OCD, all those things that now, like I just caught myself saying my PTSD. No, it is not my PTSD. Um, Those things that I used to claim over my life that I no longer claim over my life. He was the one, he is the one that has made the difference there. And I know he can make the difference for you. Like some good friends of mine said, I can't speak for him and say he will um, heal you, but I know he's a good God and can if it's his will. I know he wants to make a difference in your life regardless of the details. So if you want to start that journey, um, I would just invite you to say this prayer with me. Jesus, I make you my Lord and Savior. You drive. I want to be in the passenger seat. Help me to be there. Forgive me of my sins like only you can. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for the grace that says I can be free and I don't have to be held down by shame. You have nothing that surprises you. And if I will come to you honestly with everything, you'll help me through it all. You'll make the difference. So I make you the Lord and Savior of my life today. Take over. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hey guys, if you just pray that prayer, man, do we want to hear from you. Text us at 509-578-9256 or get at us at God for the Answer Ministries, and that's a four, the number four. On Instagram and on Facebook, you can search us up the same way. We are so excited to get to know you about this and come alongside you, kind of tell you a little bit about um, what's next, right? Because some of the, some of what happens a lot of the times, someone will say that prayer and think that, you know, life is just going to magically be better. It's the best decision you could have ever made. And seriously, heaven comes alive and the enemy goes running and hiding. But there's so much more to that just being the the end, right? It's it's the beginning to more beginnings, and we want to come alongside you. So um, reach out to us so we can celebrate you, so we can come alongside you. And then even if you didn't say that prayer for the first time today, share with us, comment, share, reach out. We want to get to know you. We've now been sharing podcasts for about three months, and we're super excited to get out there and do some virtual and in-person community building. We're going to be giving some coffee away in December. Um, super excited to do so. And uh, we just want to get to know you. So reach out. Let us know you're out there. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what's going on in your life. We just want to be a part. Thank you so much for listening. We were so blessed to have you today. Hope you enjoyed laughing at um, my noise making and um, my jokes that maybe maybe they're not as funny as it <laughs> as I think they are. Um, but hey, I'm just I'm just being myself. My girls always give me that look. My 14 year old and my 12 year old like mom. It, that that was not funny. It's not funny at all. Um, so. Hopefully there's a mom out there, though, that's just like, ha <laughs> it's not funny, but I get it. Um, that was for you. <laughs> Anyways, have a wonderful day. And as always, blessings.